Attaboy. Going for Stripe Pass. Very nice. I'll be joining you in a little bit, my friend. Come together right now. Over me. Bill Augerman and Chad, Chad Peterson, Michael Silverman, what's going on? What's up, Nick? I think you're new, Nick. What's up, Jen Ferris? How are you? How are you? Uh, what's up, Brad? Good morning. What's up, Joe and Jesse Hill and Andy Bays and Aaron Gosser and Craig uh, Soderberg and Mark? Oh, my God. A lot of people. Gene. What's up, Gene and Brian Morgan? How is everybody? How's everybody feeling? Some, I'm assuming, are feeling pretty happy uh, that Biden is the president-elect. Let me finish. And some of you are uh, stressed out and not happy. That's, uh, that's just how it goes, my friends, right? Maybe we could come together right now. Maybe we come together for just a little bit before we separate again. We're uh, we're a country divided, but maybe uh, maybe we come together. New hope, a new thing. Give it a shot. As soon as uh, the Biden Harris ticket uh, disappoints you, then so be it. But let's all start on the same page, no? I don't know. Whatever. You do what you have to do. I understand that. I don't know, it just feels a little more chill these days, the last few days. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Already I'm breathing better because I can turn on the TV and they're not talking about Trump 24 hours a day. I know I know there's a lot more to a, an election and a presidency than that. But that alone has felt kind of nice the last couple days. And come on, you got to laugh at Rudy Giuliani having his press conference next to a dildo shop. If you don't laugh at that, then you really don't have a sense of humor. All right, let's go back. It says, it said Biden never sniffed me. Brandon Hollinger. <laughs> Biden is old school. He's touchy-feely. The older generation, not all of you, because I know a few are watching right now. Uh, you're a little more touchy-feely than, than the, the newer people coming up. That's all that's about, to be totally honest with you. But it is still kind of creepy when he's kind of leaning in and putting his hands on women's shoulders and almost sniffing their hair. But that's old school. Anyone that has older people in their uh, family, and most of us do, you understand that. I told the story of my dad. We, uh, we had a bachelor party for my brother a million years ago at this point. And we thought it'd be fun to get my dad a lap dance. And anyone under the age of, I don't know, 40 understands when you get a lap dance, for the most part, you got to keep your hands to yourself and to your side. <laughs> my dad. My dad went a groping. <laughs> no, he didn't really go a groping, but he, he, he was, he was, uh, he was being a gentleman 
a gentleman uh, that was born in the, I don't know, when was my dad born? 1930? Oh my God, just saying that out loud. So when the, the woman was all over him doing the lap dance, he, you know, he wanted to put his hands on her hips and on her back a little bit. He wasn't touching any of the naughty parts. And uh, the lap dancer politely was trying to, you know, get him to stop touching her. And then, and then a big uh, bodyguard had to move in. And we're all like, yeah, you're big and scary, but you touched my dad. You're, you're, you're leaving here in a body bag. So it was a little intense. My dad didn't know what was going on because, you know, he comes from a time where you just you didn't grope, but uh, the social norms were a little different. If a girl's going to be rubbing her snatch all over your knees, you, you assume that you could put your hands on her hips. Stupid him for thinking that. So I really think uh, the Biden thing is uh, more more about being uh, old school and an older gentleman than being an actual creep. But some of those videos out there, and certainly I have, uh, I, I put one up on my uh, YouTube channel. They are a bit strange and creepy if you if you look at them uh, face value. So, fuck the bodyguard. There you go. Oh boy, was he going to be in trouble? Because everyone else knew. Like my dad just didn't know. He just simply didn't know, which is uh, important to this discussion. And I think people like Biden, uh, they they don't know that the social norms are dramatically different. Same goes with telling jokes and whatnot. At the good old VFW hall, they don't understand political correctness. They don't understand what the word trigger means or triggering. They just come from a different time, my friends. Uh, Travis Thompson, I think I just explained all that. Uh, yeah, I guess sniffing children is now going to be okay because Biden is the president. Punch yourself out, brother. Punch yourself out. We can say the same shit every day, but I, I don't I don't think Biden makes the uh, country dramatically better. I think he absolutely lowers the temperature in the country. I think um, he tries to bring more people together. Um, that's going to be a, a tall order, but I do believe that. But I honestly think, in general, he's just a good guy. And uh, he's the third president I have interacted with in my life. It drops down a bit with uh, the Biden, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, Donald Trump called the radio show many, many times before he was president. And then I went to a book signing and got a picture with uh, Bill Clinton because he was in my hometown of Huntington, Long Island. And even though I was broken up with my ex, she insisted on getting in on the picture. We were, we were just sort of hanging out that day. We went for lunch to talk about stuff. And it was obvious we were broken up. And she insisted on being in that picture. And she wasn't even nice enough to maybe step a foot or two away so I could cut her out of the picture. So that's a picture I literally don't hang in my house because no one has really figured out the Photoshop for that. I've gotten people that have tried over the years, and then I'm like, this, this just looks like I photoshopped myself in the picture now. No one's going to believe it. But you see the original, it's very believable. That's women for you, especially when, they're, when, when you're done with them or they're done with you. I'll be nice. They're still going to try to make it hurt. She knew if she uh, got Clinton to put her arm around her that I would be fucked for life as far as that picture goes. You women are calculated. Sorry. Ooh, a helicopter. 
Thank God the helicopter that was searching for a lost fisherman stopped. That was just creepy over the weekend. Giant spotlight on the ocean going back and forth looking for a fisherman that drowned. Very, very sad news out here. Uh, but anyway, and then uh, with Biden, like I said, it's a bit of a drop-off, but um, went down to Washington a lot for uh, Sirius XM. XM's um, facility was down there. So we took uh, the Accela many, many times, and uh, Joe Biden was on the train, and I was walking to get a hot dog, and I was a little starstruck, and uh, there was no one really around, so I just, I just went, uh, I didn't even say, hey, Joe, I go, hey, you want a hot dog? I'm going to get hot dogs, <laughs> and he kind of just chuckled and laughed, chuckled, he didn't give me a lot, and I was just like, okay, my awkward, <laughs> my 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 awkward meeting with uh, the future 46th president of the United States of America is over. But that's true. So I've had interactions with three presidents. What's up, Brian West? Good morning to you, buddy. Uh, what do you think about Craig Carton back on WFAN? I think it's great. I think it's awesome. He did his time. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're a country that allows people to have a second chance. He owes, uh, I think he still owes people a lot of money. He hurt a lot of people. That documentary is terrific, by the way. I'm not sure what the channel it's on, but uh, the story of, of Craig Carton, who I used to work with at WNEW. He was one of the sports guys. And then he moved on from NEW, where he was a bust with, um, oh, uh, with Sid Rosenberg. They were a bust. Uh, both talented, you know. Sid is now doing doing Bernie and Sid at WABC in New York. He's doing okay. And Craig Carter, after he left NEW, he became one of the Jersey guys in, um, obviously, in Jersey, what is it, 101.5 or something like that? And he crushed it. And then um, they teamed him up with uh, Boomer, Esiason, and they had an amazing run on the fan. And he was secretly uh, gambling. He really believed that uh, he knew how to win at blackjack blackjack in the end you, you could understand some of uh the rules of it i guess when to hit when to not and all that horse shit but in general uh you're gonna get fucked eventually and he uh he really believed he could he could beat the blackjack dealer every time and for a while he was doing just that and uh he had a terrible um gambling addiction and it got to a point he was flying down to atlantic city taking a helicopter because he was making decent money he would take a helicopter he would gamble until uh i don't know something like four in the morning and then he knew he had to leave at four so he could be on the air at six that gave him enough time to get back to new york but i don't know he was doing all sorts of illegal activity with that and uh he got caught and went to federal prison he did i don't know like two or three years in federal prison he's out and uh the fan hired him back but Boomer moved on after Craig got uh, arrested on his way to work, by the way. And Boomer moved on with, I think, um, another guy that was on the show. And they've been crushing it ever since. I go way, way back with him. That's a crazy addiction, Graham Crawford IV. Gambling? Oof. Gambling's a rough one, right? I forgot the name of the documentary, but it's definitely really good. What's up, Shannon Johnson? How are you? Well, who's the troll? I don't know. Troll alert. Uh-oh. What a what a weird thing, man. You get up first thing in the morning and, and your thought is, I got to go find uh, Opie on a live stream and troll him? Like, that is just... 
<clears throat> so weird. Oh, he said I wasn't funny. Oh, that old gag. <laughs> I've, I have more than proven over the years that I'm funny. Yeah, I'm sitting here relaxing, enjoying the morning with you guys, and there's a guy that has so much hate in his heart. He has to find me. He literally has to find me to tell me I'm not funny. Like, that's not even close to true. I, I don't even have to defend myself. There's just plenty of examples of me being funny all over the internet. Oh, thank you, uh, Stephen. The carton doc is called Wild, Wild Card. It was really, really good, man. That I really enjoyed that documentary. I haven't um, enjoyed a documentary in a while. I mean, the guy who falls in love with the octopus. I mean, that's what happened with that octopus documentary. I kind of like that one uh, a bit. But the whole you're not funny, the whole Anthony's funnier than you, the whole Anthony's this and that, that all comes from his side. I don't, I don't encourage anybody on my side to start the Opie versus Anthony thing. That is beyond one-sided. And like I've stated, and you'll hear it on the Stuttering John uh, episode, I just want to be left the fuck alone. And I know by saying that and, and commenting and answering uh, Stuttering John's uh, questions, I'm now back in the weeds for a little bit, but hopefully I'll be out of the weeds and and I will prove I just want to move on with my, uh, my uh, career. I got a person that's well in the know that basically told me that he he starts uh, Twitter troll accounts to attack me on a regular basis. I'm like, th and that's why the uh, the recent rant. I'm like, just leave me the fuck alone. Leave me the. Do you need the world to know that you you were the greatest radio personality of all time? Fine. Will that will will that make you leave me the fuck alone? You were better than Howard Stern. There you go. I'm admitting it. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> And I, I was going to fish, but I, I want to thank that guy in the white truck you saw earlier. It's pretty obvious there's nothing out there because <laughs> he just gave up too quickly. And as you can see, like a week ago, this, this beach was, I wouldn't say filled, but there was a bunch of fishermen that way with cars and, and Jeeps. And there were a bunch this way. And uh, there's no one out here. So they know, they know way more than me. So the, this ocean must be flat as fuck right now. You got snow in Colorado. Rich, you're you're from Colorado? I did not know that. I've never been to Colorado. I would love to go to Colorado. Um, I would love to see some snow, to be completely honest with you. I would love to see a giant, ridiculous snowstorm in the Northeast. We get uh, very few of those these days. But it's not global warming. Of course not. When the climate changes drastically uh, within one's lifetime, that's not global warming. You're silly. Uh, Badfinger is vastly underrated, you think? Badfinger had a lot of great songs. Oh, my God. Day After Day is such a great song. You should, like, honestly, turn off this today. And before you start your day, click on Day After Day by Badfinger. It'll put you in a very, very good mood. And then follow it up. Let's play DJ right now. Then we followed it up with uh, the Turtles. Happy together. How is the weather? Yes, the November swim happened. And uh, it was not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, and um, the rule was I had to go all the way under, which I did. I didn't stay in too long, but it was uh, very refreshing. 
I was thinking of Lady Gaga because she uh, basically freezes her body, especially her head, in ice cold water, I guess, uh, for her mental illness. Something about that. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, or is that the, or is it a psychiatrist? Which one? Which one just gives you all the drugs because they can't be bothered by you? And which one do you talk it out with? I don't know. I've always gotten that wrong over the years. Yeah, you, if you're going swimming in November, the rules are really simple. You got to go all in. Your head's got to be under the water. Got to do a little dive and be, uh, I don't know, a couple inches off the sand and explore a little bit. Pop up and you're like, that breath is like, that breath is probably similar to the first breath you take when you're born. Just that. <laughs> Oh, psychiatrist, okay. But I guess Lady Gaga does that. Man, I, I listened to a uh, Super Soul Sunday with um, Lady Gaga and Oprah. Lady Gaga is all sorts of fucked up. Wow. I don't even know where she finds the time to actually do music because most of her day is spent with psychiatrists, psychologists, doing all this uh, therapy, like, uh, you know, shoving her head in an ice bucket and all sorts of stuff. She she went through her schedule of what she does just to keep herself together. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, Benjamin Tucker with the stars for Lady Gaga's mental health. Cheers. 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 New York. Lady Liberty. Most uh, stars are are depressed and lonely. I uh, I couldn't agree with you more. They don't have a they don't have a lot of um, they don't have lives outside their hustle. They're just constantly hustling, constantly. Is it a, is it a Starbucks mug? No. That means I got this as a, uh, a Christmas present from somebody in my family. Because there was a time I, um, New York! What's some of those other songs about New York? Um, I like the one by U2, so there you go. I know you were thinking Frank Sinatra. Fuck you. You should have went U2 over Frank Sinatra when you're thinking of New York songs. I went through a Starbucks stage, so everybody in my family, um... They would give me the Starbucks cards, which is very nice. I'm not bitching at all. And I would get Starbucks mugs and whatnot. And uh, and there you go. I, I, I'm going to throw it off my deck. But can I finish my cup of coffee first? New York State of Mind is a very good... Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. Graham Crawford knows. When you think New York uh, rock songs, you got to go you too. Oh, I know Frank Sinatra is the staple. We all know that. Billy Joel, that was a good choice. I'm not a big fan of Billy Joel. I like his stuff from um, what would it be, the early to mid '70s, I guess. Like, like I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Billy the Kid by Billy Joel. Where are you, Billy DeTory? Let's do this. Let's talk about Billy Joel songs that didn't get tons of airplay that are damn good. That's where I lay with. Uh, Lay. That's where I lie with my um, my music choices. Um, so Billy the Kid by Billy Joel, I liked. I liked Captain Jack's Gonna Get Me High Tonight. Uh, Jay Z Empire State of Mind is is a wonderful song. 
I love that stupid song. It gets you really pumped up. I think that's the only Jay-Z song I, I appreciate. Although I guess the one with the hot knock life. I think that one I like. I don't know. Glass House, Lewis. So I was, uh, well, I was born in Queens, but I was raised in um, Centerport. And we uh, we lived most of my uh, upbringing close to Oyster Bay, Long Island, for the Billy Joel fans. And uh, right on 25A, man, up on the hill is is the actual glass house. And boy, did we not point that out every single time we drove by. Every single time, you know how we know. <laughs> but it was the actual glass house from the the album cover. No Sleep Till Brooklyn's a great New York song. Holy shit, good job, buddy. The Entertainer's another one of those songs that didn't get a lot of airplay. That's a really, really, uh, really, really good uh, Billy Joel song. Piano Man is a great song, but that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about songs from bands that maybe should have been on the radio, but they just simply, The Entertainer, Billy DeTore. Any, any song Billy picks, you gotta respect. I'm telling you right now, he's studied this stuff forever. Did a music show that was fantastic up there in Rochester for god decades, and he knew. You know, there's so much music out there. Um, this was my bitch and complaint about doing um, music radio. It always used to piss me off that uh, there were so many other songs by these bands that just couldn't get airplay because they had what they had to have what was called a tight playlist, very tight. Can't fuck around with the music. Because if it's unfamiliar, people will tune out. Say Goodbye to Hollywood's another great Billy Joel song that didn't get a lot of airplay. Very good, my friend. Damn it, I, I want another cup of coffee. Can I trust you guys if I go run and get another cup of coffee? All right. You, you know what? You don't need me. You got the ocean. The sun's over, over here. Let me go get another cup of coffee because uh, we're having a good time. Think of other shit. Just think of other shit. I'll be right back. It shouldn't take too long. New York. Opie Radio. Let me see your dick. He's, 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 Might need to lose a few pounds on your dick. Jesus. It looks kind of swollen. <laughs> your dick gets stung by a bee. <laughs> Wow, Bird has a the hornet's nest. Bird has, has a wide penis. <laughs> what was that I was looking at? <laughs> Holy, Holy shit! You're <laughs> gonna have to get that thing on a, a treadmill. <laughs> Good for you, Bird. Oh. <laughs> That's wide, right? <laughs> it was wide. A mushroom. It has some girth to it. <laughs> it's photoshopped. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take a picture of my dick and then I use Facetune and I make it bigger and wider and send it to the girl. All right. Did anyone time that, by the way? Because that'll be a new thing. Getting the second cup of coffee. I wanna, I wanna like work on my time. Five minutes. Go fuck yourself. That was not five minutes. Oh, you give me the hiccups. You guys are hilarious. Um. All right, where were we? Oh, that's so good. I'm in heaven with the second cup of coffee. First cup, you don't even notice you're drinking it. The second cup is, is where it's at. The vaccine is great news. Trump is pissed off that the vaccine news uh, came after the election. 
And then uh, Pence is trying to say that the Trump administration had something to do with the Pfizer thing. And Pfizer's like, fuck no. We basically had nothing to do with this. So, to be completely fair, you know, the vaccination news yesterday made the stock market go nuts. Um, but to be completely fair, and you can do this, you can do your own research. I mean, if you're going to only watch one cable news channel, <clears throat> then you could easily be convinced that Trump had everything to do with it. And then if you watch the other one, you could be easily convinced that Biden had everything to do with it. But the fact remains that all you have to do is search a little deeper and, and look at what Pfizer's saying. And they're like, no, fuck you. No one had anything to do with this. We did this. Hey, Billy DeTore, hold on. Let me roll back. Let me roll back. Uh, did you see what Biden tweeted last night? Yeah, me neither. Isn't it great? <laughs> yes, it is great. Because you know Biden's not going to give you anything. I mean, we're we're all addicts. I really believe we're all addicts. Most of us are able to push that shit down deep. And, and we couldn't help ourselves with Trump. Whether you loved him or hated him, you were always seeing what crazy ass thing he was tweeting and you know you're not going to get that with Biden so yes Billy DeTore I like your I like your comment it's like you know how to do this radio thing by the way Billy you, you have very good thought starters you might want to get into this business I think you could be really good at it and then you realize wow I didn't just waste two or three hours on Trump today I actually did other things and that doesn't mean I'm a damn just talking about life Sometimes it's good just to talk about life without political leanings. Walk on the wild side. Lou Reed, Bob Lord, right on. One hit wonder, Lou Reed. <laughs> Somewhere right now, Ron Bennington is grabbing his chest. Here's Lou Reed, a one hit wonder on your home of rock and roll. Let's take a walk on the wild side. And DJs always like to end with, give us a call. What? What? I just want to enjoy Lou Reed. Why do I have to now give you a call? And why am I calling? That was like a, uh, a, a crutch for DJs. All right, give us a call. What? No. I'm trying to pick up the kids from soccer practice. I don't have time to call you. If you're this lonely, why don't you call a friend? You got 20 minutes of nonstop music. Leave me alone. Is that my dog? Yo, is that you? Oh, he's just looking at imaginary stuff and barking. Stuttering John needs a better way to end this podcast. <laughs> I could have let him off the hook, but I thought it was too funny. <laughs> Billy DeTore's killing it today. We had this great back and forth conversation. It was pretty smooth and flawless. And, and then I left, and then he needed to wrap up his own podcast, and he was just stuck in the mud and I was just listening in ah, too funny oh don't say that Will cause he'll wake up in the middle of the night Will's saying he's barking at ghosts I don't know what I believe but man when that fucking dog wakes up in the middle of the night and just starts staring in the darkness and he's convinced he's looking at something I just, I just put my whole body under the blankets and the pillow I'm like I don't want to know I don't want to know what you're looking at. We don't got it all figured out as humans. That's for sure. We don't have that shit figured out. There are a lot of people out there that are convinced that very young children and, and babies, they could see uh, the other side 
whatever the other side is, a lot of people are convinced, and then they mature and that goes away. We used to do this on the radio, man. It was a great phone starter, talking about kids and what they would talk about and say and look at. And, uh, oh, my God, the goosebumps. The hair on the back of my neck would go up. And I'm like, okay, enough of this. We don't. I don't want to hear any more of these stories. The Long Island medium, Graham Crawford the fourth. Now you're going to piss me off. She stinks. God, I hate mediums. Because they sort of could hear stuff. They sort of could communi- communicate with the uh, with the the other side. They're, they're only get they're only getting part of the message. He's talking about a relative. I don't. I I I, I don't know it. Uh, uh, is there someone in your family that has uh, uh, their name starts with F? Oh my God, Fred! That was my dad. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, Fred. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Oh, really? That's the problem with mediums. The the dummy that sits across from them just gives up all the answers as she's like stumbling, like eh, there was a uh, there was a sickness or something. I, I oh my God, it was stage four cancer. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. How about, this is what you do. Go to a medium, right? Go to a fucking medium. Oh, John Edwards. And I I put him in his place right on Ron Bennington's show. I told this amazing story about my dad and the number 11. And he had nothing on it. He just just sat there and, and kept his fucking mouth shut. Go find that audio. I told this amazing story about my dad and seeing the number 11 and all this stuff. And... And I thought he would have something on it, and he did not want to touch it. That's what kind of medium he is. I don't believe in any of these mediums. They're opportunists. Here's what you do: go to a medium, sit across from them, and when they're, they're when they're playing that horse shit, like there's somebody that's trying to communicate with you. Uh, it's uh, did you lose? someone recently oh my god my grandmother yes yes and and uh ah she has like a um she has like a like an older name oh my god her name was helen yeah helen yeah see because nowadays they don't really use that name if you just sat there and shut your mouth and didn't offer up anything and let them stumble around then you would realize very quickly that they're full of shit why is technology getting better all over the place? But uh, the technology with mediums trying to like communicate with the other side is still the same goddamn thing. So stupid. <laughs> if the mediums were real, they would have known about your brother in the bathtub. Oh, you guys. The references. I don't feel like retelling that today. I think we've all tried. Come on. Come on. Oh, I... uh, (laughs) All right. You know what? Let me go back. Tammy Pescatelli uh, is not a fan of um, Amy Schumer. And she tells a little story about some guys taking shots at her. Anyone in the public eye has to deal with that horse shit. Um, And I'm certainly no exception. But um, this this guy, I guess, uh, said uh, to Tammy, you know, you ripped all your jokes. You ripped off all your jokes, sorry, from um, Amy Schumer. And uh, Tammy, being a comedian, said, I think you have dyslexia. So then I go, speaking of Amy Schumer, did you see that she's the face of tampons? 
I did that dramatic pause because I got nothing from Tammy Pescatelli. And then I started laughing like an idiot because I was so proud of my dumb, stupid joke. And then uh, my wife said my line's problematic because, you know, uh, when somebody is uh, endorsing a brand, they are always the face of... I go, I know, but that's why it made me laugh because it's a double entendre and I was trying to make the point that maybe these days Amy Schumer kind of looks like a... You know, a beat-up vag. <laughs> I'm going to laugh again. Look, sometimes I do my stupid jokes and lines for myself. I understand that. But I got nothing. And uh, make sure you listen for that on the next episode of the OP Radio Podcast with Tammy. And then it was uncomfortable, you know. Uh, when you're proud of a line and you really believe it's going to work and it doesn't. Oh, the uncomfortableness is really brutal. Did you see that fucking dinosaur just fly by a real life dinosaur um but you know kind of uh living in that uncomfortableness for a minute or two oh that was always brutal on the opiate anthony show fucking brutal but i still enjoy the line that amy schumer is the face of tampons Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>